This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. The pitch to Ramon is drilled to left center. Way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead? Mariano drills one up into the seats in left center. A high set, the leg kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at 95. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now. It's a game. It's game two of the three-game set between the Athletics and the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's going to be Keller against Caprellian. Two righties on the mound. The Pirates are in first place. They've won six in a six in a row, and they're trying to match their longest streak of the season at seven. While the Athletics, they've lost five in a row, and it's been a tough season at twelve and fifty. Johnny Dosco joins us from PNC Park. Does that view? Does it get any better than that, Johnny? It's unbelievable, Tony. You find yourself, it, Alex and I are sitting here, and we find ourselves just staring uh, into the Allegheny, looking at the buildings, looking at the bridge, looking at the field, and we're so high up here, just a perfect view, and we just look at each other like, wow, this is, is this real life? So yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm so happy for Cody to be able to come back, back home and do what he's doing, and I also want to mention before we get started, just uh, how much you deserve it, uh, a break, because you, no one works harder than you, man. So enjoy that time with your family. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be good. You got to go over to the uh, Roberto Clemente Museum today. I did, Townie, and it was it was awesome, man. Just, just hearing the history, I, there was a lot of stuff I did not know about uh, Roberto Clemente and his legacy and all the coincidences that, that went on there and it just the, the greatness of him and uh, the selflessness of him. Uh, it, it was awesome. I'm going to do it again. I, I may even do it. Uh, I may even go over there tonight. I, I just, I, I have to see that uh, again. It was, uh, it was awesome. I won't forget it. Well, it went, I mean, if you think about Roberto Clemente, and we, we, we know about his greatness, but he died while you were a little kid. He died, I believe he died the year I was born, 1972. So it's like we know about his greatness. We know as a player and a humanitarian, it's just when he died, it was just so long ago that we didn't get to really see his great career. Yeah, and he had a, he had a premonition, actually, of his death. He kind of knew it was coming, and he kind of made plans as if he was going to die. Not, not only did he know he was going to die, he almost knew the, when he was going to die. And it, it's amazing. There were so many signs going up to it. He told his wife, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to pass away here pretty soon. Like he, he actually had a, had a premonition about this and, and the plane crash and everything. So, wow. yeah, it was really, uh, it's really an amazing uh, story. And the guy that gave the tour is unbelievable. He knows so much about the history. And uh, there's a wine cellar there, Townie. There, there's, there's, the whole thing is just uh, off the charts. You go in and you're just mesmerized for two hours. Two hours seems like it takes five minutes. I'll, I won't forget that ever. It was amazing. Well, what I mean, what a great trip, you know. I mean, South Florida, obviously, and now, and then after this, you're going to get to go to Milwaukee, which is another great place. 
With all due respect, Townie, to Albuquerque and Salt Lake and Tacoma, uh, I like the big leagues a lot better. These cities, uh, I, I, you know, I saw those cities. They're, they're great cities in the PCL, but this is, this is another, another world, and I, I'm really enjoying it a lot. Yeah, no question. Great trip. Well, you have a great call, and by the way, I'll talk to you after the ball game. All right. Thanks, Townie. Appreciate it. Johnny Dosko going to be giving you the play-by-play with our buddy Alex Jensen. Coming up next. He is one of the smartest guys in baseball, former player, now professor, broadcaster. The great Doug Glanville joins me next right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach or time in the sun riding roller coasters. Or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. This is A's Total Access. Well, a great article in the USA Today about pitchers, injuries, Tommy John's, now Jacob deGrom, breaking news today. Tommy John, he is out for the rest of the season into next year. Very sad. Doug Glanville, Doug Glanville stopped by A's Cast Live today to talk about this epidemic and elbow injuries. Well, toothpaste may be out of the tube, and, and part of it is that as long as there is someone to come back and fill the void, the next guy in line is just going to take it. It's just like we just talked about Jim Crane, like the expendability. If you don't run out of the expendable and the supply is still there, we just keep going. And it's not that they don't care about this. They, they certainly want people to be healthy. Uh, and I think that there's so much science around it to create maximum velocity and max effort and all that. You wondered where that would ultimately go because Fine, you go four innings or five innings as a starter, but you're throwing 100 and throwing as hard as you can. You say, I don't worry about it because I don't have to go nine innings anymore as a starter. Or I'm coming in for three batters and that's it. Or one inning, just a lefty. I'm just maxing out because that's that's my window. I don't have to worry about going five innings. And you wonder if that science or the sort of pseudoscience around, oh, I'm not pitching that long, doesn't actually translate to being healthier. And I'm sure the data is going to continue to come in, but it does seem like at some point, you know, guys throwing 100 miles an hour consistently, it's hard to sustain that. And because it's so different than what I played and, and did people become so scientifically better and so more in terms of superior athletes in that short period of time? 
10 years ago, 15? Probably not. Something exponentially happened. And I don't know if the bodies are keeping up with it. It's I'm so glad you're saying that because, yeah, it's like you you're not that old It's like you were just playing, it seems like. (laughs) And the fact that, yeah, you'd get a rare guy to throw that hard. And now everybody throws that hard. And now we're watching college baseball. and We got guys hitting 100 miles an hour on a routine basis. I played college baseball in the early 90s. Nobody threw 100. Nobody threw high 90s. A guy blowing gas was 94, 95. If you threw 90, you were throwing hard. And now 94, 95 is no big deal. We see we see regular lefties coming out of pin throwing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's everybody throws hard. And it's partly because they want to. You know, that's, you know, that's what, it's the emphasis, like throw hard. And the data's in about like how hard it is to hit. You put some movement on it and that's it. You, you're just going to miss, you know, get swing and miss and get chase. So it's effective. That's, that's why they, they do it. But look, Kurt Schilling, I played with guys like that. Like he, he would used to say, like I had, you know, two or three different moments where I could go 99, 98 and I'd pick my spot. It's, he could throw that hard. He just elected not to because he was, you know, I have to go nine innings. He had other goals in mind, and and he pitched through that to use his defense and so on. So there's a lot of guys I'm sure could have thrown harder and decided not to because they were more effective in thinking through the mentality of pitching longer. We're talking particularly in starters, and uh, and that's a big mentality shift that we have today. Yeah, your buddy Jason Stark has come out with a good article about the first part of the season. It's like – Teams are averaging so far eight and a half starters, eight and a half. I mean, we're just in June. I think about the trading deadline coming up because I know we're one of the teams because there's going to be way more with expanded playoffs. There's way more buyers than sellers. And even if you probably should be a seller, you don't want to look like a seller because then all of a sudden no one's going to show up to your games if they think you wave the white flag. So I just when we start to look at the trading deadline and, and all the GMs and assistant GMs are starting to talk right now and plant the seeds, uh, just how tough is that looking for pitching when there's way more buyers than sellers and so many guys are getting hurt? You don't need, I mean, where are all the, where are we going to get all the, uh, these arms? You just can't go to like Home Depot and go to Arms Depot and get guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, well, it's um, sometimes it's your depth in the minor leagues. You get a guy. That comes from double A. Like I saw Bobby Miller, a pitcher for the Dodgers. Not a whole lot of minor league experience, but they're like, he throws 100. So there he was. And he shut the Yankees down for six innings. So you might just get guys that you can piecemeal in. And then while, you know, a guy like Julio Rios or guys are hurt and they're, you're waiting for them to come back, that becomes your trade. Get this guy, get Jacob deGrom healthy. There's your trade. <laughs> so you have to look a little bit internally, look in your minor league system. And if not, you, you hope there's a team like the Brewers were last year that you're like, well, they're not out of it. They're actually in it, but they're still going to trade Josh Hader because they think they have a good option in their bullpen already. They had, they felt like they had an embarrassment of riches, so to speak. So maybe that's true again this year, Corbin Burns or something. They're like, well, they're not out of it, but they still will move a guy. And that's where you got, that's what you start to see sometimes with this like upside down supply and demand of what we're used to. There is, there's more demand out there for these pitchers and there just isn't a lot of guys. I'm telling you, the full interview, fascinating. We actually talked about the PGA Tour and Live Golf. By the way, as we are doing the interview, right at the end, you see mentioned DeGrom there. 
That's when the DeGrom, the DeGrom news broke today. Tommy John surgery for a second time. Go to athletics.com slash A's cast, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Coming up next, Jessica Kleinschmidt joins us as we've had a move made. We'll talk about it right here on A's Total Access. You're listening to A's cast and the A's radio network. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. The fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead, second deck. This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Jessica, how are you today? I'm good, County. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Uh, sad to hear that Nick Allen is going down, but uh, Kevin Smith on his way back from Las Vegas. Yeah, and this is kind of interesting. I know Cott said in the pregame that we want to look at some more opportunities at shortstop for Kevin Smith. And heading into the season, we knew that could be an option, specifically a possibility with Jace Peterson and him kind of switching out roles. But Nick Allen was always in the conversation because, let's be honest, you've all seen how he's able to perform defensively but it comes down to I'm assuming what was happening with the bats or lack thereof, but I'm maybe I didn't see something specific about what Kevin Smith was doing at the plate in triple a. Obviously he was hitting well, um, but he, you know, was brought up earlier when Seth Brown landed on the um, injured list. So I'm not sure if he's been approaching it differently. I know heading into the season, he was working on a couple of his, a couple of his approaches at the plate. So I'm assuming he went back and dug into it. I don't know if this is more of a switch out for a little bit, but I do know heading into the season, Nick Allen and him were kind of vying for that shortstop spot. And then, of course, Jace being thrown into it at third, and then Kevin also can play third. be interesting to see what happens, but I'm very, very bummed that Nick Allen's getting demoted because, you know, you and I are definitely on his radar as far as always going up to bat for him. And I know he struggled against right-handed pitching, but so does Kevin Smith. So I'm kind of, it's interesting to see what is going to be kind of playing out here in the next few games. 
Well, well, really the next month, right? It's yeah. kind of like, where are we going? What, what, what is the direction? Uh, trading deadline is in two months. Are you going to be able to move anybody? What veterans are you sticking with? What young guys? We're now talking about guys from double A. Uh, could they be coming up? I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see how they maneuver the roster because obviously we look at Nick Allen and we say, you know, like Ruiz, like Noda, let a young guy just play and let's see what we got long term. And for some reason, Allen just doesn't get that shot. And that's what I'm a little confused by. And I've talked to David Forst about this before, how much, you know, how many games in the bigs can we actually evaluate some of these players? And of course, Nick had a pretty much a full season last season. So maybe he's looking at it from that way. Maybe he did see something special in Kevin Smith. And I've definitely seen it before too. He does know how to come through clutch, but those clutch moments don't present themselves that often. So, but maybe we don't see it. And I'm glad you're on the same page as, as me as, kind of looking toward the future of what's going to happen next. We know James Caprillion's trying to identify himself. So it looks like this identity, I'm going to say identity crisis, is going to take some shape. But I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, we do think alike. And that's why when you become GM, I want to be your assistant GM. <laughs> okay. I think people will either love that or hate that. Maybe both. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm in. So when you give me that call, wherever you get that job, I'm in. I got you, but I will say, I I'm a little. I know we're supposed to be giving all these young guys more opportunities, and I'm not sure this is necessarily the way to go about it. But you know, I don't have that actual GM title, despite the one that you want to give me. So, who knows? All right, you have a good rest of the day. Enjoy this one. Thanks, Tom. Coming up next, Vince Catronia with the community spotlight right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. This week, our community spotlight shines on the School of Imagination, founded in Dublin in 2001 by speech-language pathologist Charlene Sigmund, with the mission of providing inclusive early childhood education for lifelong learning and success in the world of neurodiverse learners. And she explains their humble beginnings. I started this program out of my home as a daycare for four kiddos in 2001. And my husband kept coming home from work going, why are there always more children in my living room? So um, we really uh, started off working with kids that are only neurodiverse. um, And then uh, the siblings of those kiddos came along and they wanted a school and the parents were so happy and so we turned around and there was about a hundred kids coming in and out of our home within a year or two so 
we knew that the kids needed help. And so that kind of started organically our inclusion program. So we have in, in our program, one third of each child in the, each class is uh, neurodiverse and two thirds are neurotypical. And so that way they can learn from each other. Um, and so really neurodiverse is looking at, you know, how, what does the brain look like? It's very objective, you know, so, um, and the brain is typical looking uh, for the neurotypical kids. And so neurotypical covers, you know, a lot of different uh, autism as well as um, learning disabilities, as well as um, developmental delay. So um, really it's more of a, like, as you said, an umbrella term. A lot has happened in the space since the School of Imagination was founded, and Charlene takes us through the growth of identifying these issues and finding methods to success to assist families dealing with children on the autism spectrum. From 2001 to now, it's amazing. So 2001, we were hitting the increase in autism, the rise in autism. Um, and then the fantastic folks that do the research have now um, been able to map, you know, autism in the child's brain. We're, we've learned that this methodology that we're here using here at School of Imagination called the Early Start Denver model, if you start working with a child as early as 12 months of age, on these earlier um, foundational learning and nonverbal learning skills that you can really change the way that their brain develops and rewire the brain. And so now it's researched. Um, and so what we're focusing on now is just getting these kids the services as quickly as they need them and doing it in a way where the parents can also be involved. And so that's basically in our corner of the world here in Dublin, California, is what we've tried to do. Charlene believes it is vital for parents to implement early intervention when it comes to having these concerns. With the parents on the same page as the clinical team and the educators, we can make amazing progress with these kiddos. So it is very shocking when, you know, you have, you notice some things not feeling right with your child and those alarm bells are going off but maybe you don't know why and you know I could just say like encourage any family that is feeling that way go to a pediatrician and um, especially now uh, the pediatricians have really changed quite a bit it used to be you know wait till they're two and if they're not talking by then, then we'll do something. Now that it's all about this early intervention, so catching the child as early as possible, even um, the screeners are, the screening tests we can give children um, the earlier, and the earlier the better, because again, the brain is ready to, to grow and develop during that time before the age of five. And so the earlier we can get in, the earlier we can help the child develop those skills. And so if the parent can do that, and, and it's such a hard journey because it's really hard to find services, it's hard to work, have a consistent team of people. There's a lot of turnover in therapists now. And, you know, so the world is a tricky place. Um, so it, it, but it, just keep persevering because the children need the help now and early as is the best. There is so much to see and learn about the School of Imagination. Former A's Chad Pinder and Stephen Vogt, longtime volunteers and supporters of the school. And you can get more information about that at soiforkids.org. Opportunities to volunteer, donate, and gather more important information. To hear the entire conversation, go to athletics.com slash acecast. 
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the newest product of the season, Topps Series 2 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent. From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. 3-2, swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn. A's Cast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Time now for the stat of the day, brought to you by Cal State East Bay. It's horrible news out of Texas. Jacob deGrom will need a second Tommy John surgery. And this thing, it's an epidemic. Bob Nightingale, USA Today article, MLB continues to be stricken with nightmare epidemic elbow injuries. 30 pitchers have undergone Tommy John surgery this year. Jacob deGrom next week will make it 31. 12 Tommy John surgeries performed in May. Think about this. Justin Verlander, Jacob deGrom, Carlos Rodon signed for $436.6 million last year in the offseason. Combined, these three guys have made 12 starts, 66 and a third innings. And, oh, by the way, 44% increase in elbow and shoulders injuries dating back to last year. There's a problem, and it's, it's called addiction to velocity. Unbelievable. Coming up next, Scott Emerson sits down with Johnny Dosco as we get you ready for A's baseball right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless but sometimes fearful? A health nut with a French fry habit? An O-positive geologist named Patty who's here today for a melanoma exam? At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. 
This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. This is A's Total Access. Back on A's Total Access, we're talking with Scott Emerson, the pitching coach of the Oakland Athletics and Emo. Uh, J.P. Sears last night, look, he, over 110 pitches. He was grinding last night, trying to win a game without maybe his best stuff. He had 62 pitches after the first two innings, but he battled last night. Yeah, you know, you you go into every season as a starter thinking, you know, uh, the first uh, 10 starts or 10 starts, you're going to you're gonna have really good stuff. 10 starts, you're not going to have good stuff. And 10 starts, you got to battle. And last night was one of those starts where he didn't feel like he had his best stuff at all. And he had to go out there and grind and battle. And, and to be able to, uh, you know, go four and two thirds and keep us in the game is a testament to him. And, uh, you know, it's just some nights you just don't have it. But what what can you do when you don't have it? And he still had the ability to keep us in the game. As far as Fuji is concerned, you know, I noticed he, he was bringing the heat as he, as he always does. And he's, you know, he's getting more comfortable, I think, in the one-inning role. But it just seems like that one pitch, right? And he just, he, he had the, the, the four-seamer at 101 going 100, 101 miles an hour. And it was going well. He threw the split, could not get a strike with it. But uh, what, overall, what did you think of Fuji's performance? You know, last night, you know, he came in and walked the first two guys. You know, that's always tough to do because, you know, you're bringing in that guy to get the first guy out. And that's one thing we preach out of that bullpen is your job is to get that first guy out. A couple close pitches didn't go our way. And, uh, you know, just trying to mix his pitches, trying to find a strike zone. When he finds a strike zone, you, you see how good he is and how good his stuff is. It's about, for him, gaining some confidence and getting some luck. You know, there's been some games where he just, you know, he hadn't had any luck. And sometimes you, you'd rather be lucky than good on certain occasions. And, uh, you know, I, I see improvements in Fuji, and he's a grinder. He, he works real hard, and we just keep continuing to stick to the process with him. Emo, there have been so many teaching moments this year, as there are every year uh, as pitching coach, but one of them is with Medina, you know, and he's looked so good. His stuff is, is so good, and he's so talented, but he's going through some growing pains right now, and I think, you know, you talk about his outing uh, in his last start in, in Miami, and he goes two innings. I know he wanted to do so well. Uh, against his fellow Dominican right-hander. And it's just a, a frustrating game for him. Yeah, you, you know, uh, when guys come up to the big leagues, then you start really finding out who they are. You know, you can get away with a lot of mistakes in the minor leagues, and I know I was there a long time evaluating the, the talent down there. And then, you you know, up here for a while, and, and you, you kind of start to, to feel your way around the league and understand, hey, w- what good pitching is all about. And that, that good pitching is having that ability to command the strike zone and uh, move your baseball around. But then you go back, and how do you do that? And that's having that ability to control the controllables. And the first thing you got to control is yourself and you and your delivery and, and being stable and being able to, uh, you know, put that baseball where you want. So, you know, with Luis, you know, he's got the excellent stuff. Uh, he's got stuff that you're looking for, and now it's about controlling himself so he can put it in better locations, and that's the thing that we've been focusing on with him. As far as James Caprillian's concerned, he gets the start uh, tonight, and uh, he's had a some good starts and some rough starts. What do you what do you look for from James tonight? You know, James is a guy that goes out there and competes every time he's taken the ball for us over the last few years. And uh, tonight, you just look for him to go out there and, and, and compete and, and pitch. And what I mean by pitching is using his weapons when he needs it. You know, he's got a good 
elevated fastball. He's got a good sinker changeup combination and a really good slider and a, and a curveball that he can land for strikes early. So, you know, I look for James to mix up his pitches, throw strikes, and try to go as far as he can in tonight's ballgame. All right, Emo. Well, best of luck uh, tonight. Hopefully the A's can, can snap the skid, get a victory tonight, and James can have a great game. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Scott Emerson, the pitching coach of the Oakland A's. Townie, let's take things back to you. Yeah, James Caprelli and pound that fastball, baby. Opponents just have a 196 average and a 26.1% whiff percentage against this fastball. It's been much better. Hard to believe where he's really gotten hurt. Slider, sinker, changeup. And I know the changeup's been better, but you look at the numbers. You take those three pitches combined, opponents are hitting 300. So you know what? Fastball may be down a tick, but... He's placing it better. What is he doing? He's pitching. And hopefully he's got a hopefully he has a good game tonight. All right, game two of this three-game set between the Athletics and the Pirates next. And don't you forget, I'll talk to you after the ball game. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.